Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I am sharing some reflections on my time with InterVarsity, helping to lead a prayer walking session during their ministry event, Urbana. So we had about, I think, maybe 5,000 students and maybe 1,000 staff come to this event. And across three days, we had 120 students come and be part of the prayer walking ministry at training and actually practicing it. And one of the things that I found absolutely fascinating was how exhausting it was. (laughs) And I say this as someone who will go to pray over ministry events and retreats and when I do that, I'm on often 15 hours a day. And in that 15 hours, I'm eating, but I'm still talking and interacting and praying, even during the eating time, if that makes sense. So to say, wow, I prayed for an hour with Bob in the morning and two hours with different ministry leaders, and then spent five hours doing prayer walks in the afternoon, that's eight hours. Like I should have been good to go for maybe double that time even. And after the first day, I was like, oh, thank the Lord, I don't have any other assignments. I am really, really tired. So I have a few thoughts on that because it, it fascinated me enough that I thought I just need to, I need to look into this a little bit more. What's going on here? So first of all, this was the first time the university ever had done an intercessory training experience like that. And so it was truly pioneering work of raising up the next generation to pray. So it makes sense then that the first day of the first time would be tiring (laughs) and beautiful as well. It was also, I think, helpful to know the first day in an event like that, the ground is still being plowed. And I say this despite the fact that the university staff who are on the prayer teams had already done a 21-day fast on behalf of this event. They had been praying at least monthly as a team for the last six or eight months. They had 24-7 prayer that had commenced at that point probably almost 48 hours before. So the fact that it was still as hard as it was, I mean, this is also, it was in Indianapolis where they have a very strong prayer movement already, a network of praying people. I forgot to mention earlier on, not only did they have people there as prayer walkers and as intercessors in the healing prayer room, but they also had, I think, 300 people coming together on the last night on New Year's Eve to pray from 5 p.m. until 1 a.m. at different churches around the city to just pray and intercede on behalf of these young people. And I that and that was an almost undoing moment that's quite a long time to be praying about a specific thing especially when for most of these people they don't know any of them I mean it's just astonishingly beautiful and so with all of that prayer and intercession the fact that five hours of prayer walking was as fatiguing as it was I think we had 27 students the first day come through the three sessions and yeah it was it was tiring and as I continued to reflect on it I think part of the reason it's tiring is because in the natural it doesn't seem like it should be you're literally talking and walking (laughs) talking to the Lord and walking and sometimes you're not even talking you're just walking and 
so it's fascinating then to say, no, that, that actually is doing something in the spirit. (laughs) There's a reason why that's exhausting is because in the natural, you don't see what your prayers are doing, but in the heavenly realms, it's doing some, it's work. And so, yeah, I think that was really a good reminder because it gave me additional insight into certain other times in my life where I have been maybe inexplicably tired and yeah, just, um, had the need to, or it was, it was almost like offering grace to me to say, do you remember that time that you got really tired after this particular event? That's why like, Oh, I hadn't realized that. Another little aspect kind of related to just being tired while doing something. I walked and prayed the hallways during the 30 minutes that the students were out. Occasionally, I would be the only one left among the chairs. And so then I would stay and pray in just in that area. But most of the time I was walking the halls. And during the last segment, I went into the global prayer room and I hadn't been in there before. It was something I had kind of delayed going in, but it was the last session and I really wanted to see what they were doing. And it was so beautiful, a map of the world with different prayers written and stuck on it. There was a prayer circle that was happening that included even some of the high level university executives, which was so humbling to see. There was a section of the wall uh, that had banners that said WEEP, W-E-E-P, and it had some examples of why you might want to weep and the, uh, yeah. And some cushions in front where people could just go and travail if they wanted to. And then there was another one where it was prayers around different segments of things that would be happening globally, healthcare and business and government. And just, if you wanted to pray for one of those specific reasons, you could, it was so beautifully done. And I stayed in there just for a couple of minutes, mostly just, I took some pictures because I was so inspired and I walked out and I was walking the hall a little bit and I was like, I am incredibly fatigued. And it was like, okay, I didn't, I wasn't this fatigued three minutes ago when I went into that room. So it's a beautiful room, but I'm tired because that wasn't actually my assignment. And so then it was like, okay, Lord, (laughs) I don't know if I need to ask forgiveness, but it's like, I need you to come and shake off any of the heaviness that I picked up because I need to be able to stay in my lane. And thank you for that, Lord. It was also interesting. So that was global prayer. And there was another room that was open all of the time, you know, for the five or six hours every afternoon, probably five hours. It was the worship and reflection room. And they had made a beautiful, um, I forget what they're called at the moment, but what path to walk out of little tea candles. You know, at this point there's, you can have tea candles that don't have flames that just have little lights. They're like little led candles. And it was so beautiful to see this. And, uh, then there was a section with cushions on the floor where you could just go and rest in the Lord. And every time I walked into that room, which I guess was only twice, but both times the entire floor was covered with bodies that were sleeping or resting. There was a creativity section with, I think, art supplies and a section with worship music. And it was, again, just beautifully done, these stations to go and see what the Lord was doing. And that one did not exhaust me. 
I, I don't remember coming out of there feeling really any different than I had gone in. It was just a beautiful space. And so anyway, I just offer that as it's kind of like taking field notes. What was I observing, Lord? What were you up to in some of these different places? So thank you, Jesus, that you give us discernment and that as we walk with you, we get to learn more about what you're doing and how we can partner with you in your work of redeeming the world. Amen.